What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to That's the Point podcast. I'm John Volk and... I'm Kristen Johns. Wow, isn't that nice? This is week four of That's the Point. Can you believe that? We feel established. Yeah, we kind of feel established now. Like, we've been doing this for years. We're comfy. Years. It's just so good now. Yeah, it's cozy. Yeah. Oh! <gasps> Oh, this episode, it's going to be a problem because we actually are talking about all things cozy. So y'all have to give us a little bit of grace because the word cozy will be mentioned, but we will try to hold back on literally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The counter last time we did pretty good. If you didn't listen to our last episode, Kristen and I both say literally and cozy too much. But this episode is all about fall fall and we just want to inspire you and give you so many ideas on how to get the most out of your autumnal experience and to live cozy yeah live cozy should that be our slogan yeah maybe that's the point live cozy no that's stupid (laughs) (laughs) that is so stupid uh anyways welcome back guys this week is going to be fun we're chatting all things fall Why don't we kick it off with you, Chris, giving us a little bit of an update. How was your week? Okay, guys, I have some fun updates. This week was out of my comfort zone because this week I actually recorded the audio version of Growing Seasons when my book team came to me and told me that we were going to do the audio book. I was a little bit confused Mm. because... It just doesn't seem like a book that someone would want to listen to the audio version of, but they reassured me that there is a huge audience that loves to listen. So we had three full days scheduled in a studio and I was so anxious. I know. I was like dreading it so much because... I'm five months pregnant, and y'all already know I get out of breath this so This girl can't easily. breathe half the week. I cannot <laughs> breathe when I'm talking in long sentences. I had three back-to-back 10-hour days booked at this studio to be reading the book. And it sounds silly. You wouldn't really expect this to be something that you would consider exhausting because you're just reading but even the even the book audio producers were like everyone says this is a very grueling tiring process so take as many breaks as you need oh that's nice yeah they were super nice but it was just so out of my comfort zone john so i get to the studio Mm -hmm. it's this older man his name is ben and he's like okay so have you ever recorded an audiobook before i was like never and then on Zoom, we had the audio, I guess it's like the audiobook editor who would go through and tell me if I needed to go back. And he was like editing all the clips together. Okay. So I'm in this room alone with these two men, basically, which is already just like nerve wracking because you're, oh, this is the part that you would hate. You put these headphones on and you can hear your stomach gurgling, you can hear weird throat noises, you can hear <laughs> lip smacking, like it it, tell, it it picks up on everything. So they were like, eat an apple before you come because an apple apparently 
sucks up all your extra saliva. Gross. I was so nervous. Mm -hmm. The first page took me 20 minutes to get through. And then I started sweating. Why? Because you had to redo it or because it just, you read it that slow? Because I was so nervous. I wasn't reading well. I was just stuttering. I was messing up the words. I had never done this before. I felt so much pressure. And the anxiety was just building. Like I I was like, I am not going to be able to do this. How am I going to read 205 (laughs) pages of this book? This first page took me 20 minutes. But as I started going, I got more and more comfortable. And... I ended up crushing it and finishing in two days. And so we could just skip the third day Wow! because I barely took any breaks because I just wanted to, I just didn't want to drag on the process Uh because it's just very uncomfortable. Also, you're connected to these headphones. You have to read with inflection, but you can't move around because if there's any movement, the mic picks up on it. So you have, imagine just sitting there in a dark, small, hot studio (laughs) reading Still, but trying to read in a good narration voice, it was hard. Give us, give us a little preview. Like, how did you sound? Did you sound like <laughs> a little extra good? I don't know, guys. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm sure you sound great. I was like, okay, maybe just like 20 people will get the audiobook and listen. No, a lot of people will probably <sighs> get the audiobook. Well, the thing is, I think you can get it as a bundle. So you can get the actual book and the audiobook. But I thought we were just going to be reading the stories that open each chapter. But we read the stories, the DIYs. We read everything except for like the ingredient list and the instructions for recipes. So I read so much. Wow. And these two men were probably thinking to themselves, oh my gosh, this girl can't breathe. (laughs) Because every three sentences I would go like this, I would back up and be like... (coughs) And then cough and just like have to catch my breath because you're reading like this. Everything has to sound perfect. You have to pronounce everything perfectly. You can't even mess up or or stray from one word or you have to start over. So it was just mentally very exhausting. I'm happy to have done it and I'm happy that I think it will turn out well. That is a huge accomplishment. It, it felt to read an entire yeah. book. Curious to see how it'll turn out. I'll probably never listen to the audiobook because, you know, PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> Pumpkin spice latte vibes. Yeah. No, I just, yeah, I don't know. But that was crazy. And then another thing that I did this <clears throat> week was I finally satisfied my number one pregnancy craving that I've been trying to hold off on. I already know where this is going. Go ahead. I went to McDonald's. (laughs) Oh, no, that's actually not it. What did you think? Culver's. Oh, don't get me started on Culver's, John. (laughs) Oh, maybe that's a whole episode dedicated to Culver's. No, just say it. I've been craving a McDonald's hamburger my entire pregnancy, and I have, you know, no shame if you love McDonald's. I go to McDonald's, get an Oreo McFlurry, but I just never go for their actual food. So I pull up to the window. I haven't gotten a McDonald's burger in years. I can't even remember when I last got a McDonald's burger. I didn't even know what to order. I was about to order a Big Mac, but then I saw in the picture, it had a bun in the middle. So it was like four patties and an extra bun. I was like, okay, I can't go that hard. (laughs) (laughs) So I ended up getting a quarter pounder with a Diet Coke and some French fries. I took my first bite 
And I was like transported back to childhood. It has this very specific nostalgic flavor I was not expecting. And it was good. And it didn't feel disgusting, like greasy and heavy. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, I think that satisfied my craving and like shut the door. You know, I don't need it again. I shut the door. I was, I was afraid it would open the door to me wanting a McDonald's burger every day. That's pretty good. Um, The French fries were pretty good. I'd get, I'd give everything like a six out of 10, maybe five. That's kind of a bummer for something you were craving for so long. But it did satisfy the craving in that moment. Okay, well, let's move on now to Kristen talking nonstop about Culver's. The other night, we're, I'm making soup at her house. My siblings are there. We're all talking. She won't shut up about this stupid Culver meal that she had. Literally gourmet, five-star. Fresh, freshly made to order. Yeah, Kristen kept saying, freshly made to order. Whatever you want, they freshly make it. I'm like, okay, it's a burger joint. Culver's, I've never had it. I've driven by it a million times. And then I saw a TikTok that said Culver's is rated the number one fast food burger in America. I'm like, no one's talking about Culver's. I've never heard anyone say Culver's. Also, of course, you take whatever one person says on TikTok and make that the Bible. Well, then I was like (laughs) passing it. And I was thinking, (laughs) let me give Culver's a shot. And so I pull up, they have like custard, the people that know, know. Now I know, and I'm part of the Culver's gang. And Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) The Culver's gang, you just made that up, too. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. (laughs) You know, it was freshly made to order. I love that they give you a ticket on the window of your car, and then they bring the food out to the car because it's freshly made to order. (laughs) In the Walmart parking lot in Franklin. And also, it, they have crinkle fries that are incredible. I would give that meal a 10 out of 10. And that's the bad thing. Like, I've opened the door. McDonald's door is shut, but Culver's door is wide open, and I'm scared because... Wow, I have to go try it now. My mom and dad went that night that I was telling them because they were like, you hyped this up so much, now we can't stop thinking about it. And? And they loved it. Really? Loved it. Was Mark and um, James with you when you went, or were you soloing it? I was solo. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm just, like, by myself, just eating this burger in my car, like, drooling. It's so good. And I brought Marcus home one, and he agreed it was so good. Okay. Well, there you have it, Culver's. Everyone try it. Let us know. Culver's, our first podcast sponsor. <laughs> we <laughs> just wish. Kidding. I imagine I will die if Culver sponsors us maybe I should DM them yeah you should just be like I'm your biggest fan we could eat on the podcast a burger and I could try it (gasps) you know that'd be pretty good yeah we must go we must so many people were messaging me also that when they have were pregnant with their daughters that they craved McDonald's hundreds of people told me that it's like these little girls just want Mickey D's so they want bad. The, they want the comfort nostalgia they once had, maybe. I, I don't know. It's so weird. But go ahead with your life updates, John. Honestly, nothing half as exciting as Culver's and what was your other one? My audiobook. Oh, your audiobook. Yeah, yeah. I had kind of a boring week, to be honest. I, well, not too boring. I had like five photo shoots this week, so it was busy. Lots of photos. And especially here in Franklin. 
Many photos. Many photos. I think I took probably, I don't know, 10,000 photos, 20,000 photos that I have to now cull through and edit. Oh my gosh. Photos always pick up in the fall because everyone needs that fall A beauty. Fall photo shoot. Yeah, and then everyone also wants Christmas cards. So oh. I don't really do Christmas cards, but all of my friends are like, hey, can we just hire you to take some photos for Christmas? And I'm like, family friends. Yeah, yeah and I'm not going to say no because I love them and I want to do it. But at the end of the day, it is a lot of photos. Yes. So that, um, I, by the time this podcast comes out, I will be in New York City, which is so fun. This week, Steven Cezanne, our friends, called me and asked me to come to the city because they have their book launch officially. So I get a three-day, all-expense-paid trip to Manhattan. I'm so mad at you. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't care. You can be mad, girl. I just want to be there so bad. I know. So when this episode comes out, I'll probably be in Central Park, crinkling the leaves under my feet, drinking a delicious coffee. Get a a Tompkins, Tompkins, what is it? Tompkins Square bagel. Thompson Square? No, it's Tompkins. Oh, I've never heard of it. Maybe it is Thompson Square. I'll look it up. I don't know, but that that was the best bagel I've ever had. Bagels and pizza, coffees, walks, fall. Oh, stop, stop. I'm actually like envious. Oh, yeah, like it's past the step of jealousy to where (laughs) I'm like, I could be sinning right now with how jealous I am. Wow. Maybe I should just come. Yeah, come on. Everyone would love it. You, Mark, James, (sighs) we'll throw them all in. Will my expenses be paid as well? Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I'm really looking forward to that. I love New York City. It's probably one of my favorite places in the world. On top of it, the weather, the highest 60, the lowest 45. I mean, come on, you get a fall three-day trip in Manhattan. It's the best. I'm gritting my teeth because I'm so pissed at you. Um, besides that, I did make my fall soup, which is on our Patreon account. Um, for all you Patreoners, you know, we put my fall recipe on there, the soup, and we made it this week, had it at Kristen's house with all of our family. It was really fun. How would you even explain, like, what would you call this soup? I don't know. Honestly, I just made it up because it's like a vegetable soup, but it also has sausage dumplings. It's just... It's like, it's just John's fall soup. Yeah, it's John's smorgasbord fall soup, maybe. It's so good. We had it with fresh sourdough. Yeah, oh it was my so gosh. Good. It was so good. Which perfect, which was perfect because I think it's ushering us all into this like soup season. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not going to say C O Z Y though, you know. Oh, do not say C O Z Y. No. There's this one girl that kept messaging us on the podcast Instagram. <laughs> and she was like, she was our first troll ever. First and only we've had. Mm-hmm. But she just kept going, Oh, I love your podcast. It's literally cozy. And then she would <laughs> she would respond to another story, literally. And then she'd respond to the next one, cozy. And that's when I started getting really scared that we had a stalker on our hands. <laughs> I didn't know if I uh, was going to say this or not, but Dolly did have a sister this past month. Her mom and dad had a new litter of kittens. Oh, okay. And I sent John the last one that was available. Oh, so cute. And John didn't snag her, and now she's gone. Well, first of all, I travel 24-7, and I live in an apartment. If I could have, though... Kristen's cat Dolly is probably my favorite thing. No, no. No one loves Dolly more than John. It's true. Like, you can honestly say that. Uh Besides maybe you and Marcus, 
Or maybe I even love her more, honestly. I'm I think obsessed. you love her more than Marcus loves her. And you, honestly. No. No, I do. I, I actually know that for a fact. Because when I'm there, all I want to do is play with Dolly. I don't give a crap about what Kristen and Marcus are doing. <laughs> I'm just like, come here, Dolly. Let's go play. John just walks into a, a different room. I'm like, where'd John go? He comes out holding Dolly like a little <laughs> baby. He's just like, come here. And the funny thing is, is I'm not a cat lover. No. At all. I am in love with this cat. Well, that's the thing. I was a little bit nervous nervous to get Dolly because I just know so many people are either allergic to cats or just don't like cats. Mm-hmm. But anyone who has come over has been like, she's not a normal cat. She's so nice and hilarious and obviously she's gorgeous she's gorgeous well i under i finally understand why they call them rag dolls because she's literally a rag she lets you throw her around like she's a rag she's only seven months old and she has to weigh like 13 pounds 40 she's heavy she is a hefty woman and i googled it (laughs) rag dolls don't stop growing until they're four years old dolly could quadruple in size okay also last night i looked at Kristen because i'm always concerned about dolly i just want to make sure she's good you know i said Kristen, dolly's too fat she was so offended at me i hate when people nitpick (laughs) my animals trust me many a friendship have been ended over people saying my dogs are too fat and when john said Kristen, dolly is getting fat you need to stop feeding her so much i was like john if you put her in the bathtub right now she'd be tiny it's all of her fluff and i started getting really defensive i kind of just did it to trigger her because i knew she would hate it but i am shocked because she has gotten so big yeah she's grown really fast but to be honest it's like more to love because when i pick her up she becomes more and more like a fat brick and i love it i know there's nothing better than a big fat cat (laughs) true a big fat cat I just love her. So anyways, um, I just had to say that John really did miss his opportunity to getting Dolly Jr. And Mm -hmm. I'll get her. And I don't think that shot will ever come again. It will. The Lord always works in mysterious ways, Chris. The Lord always brings animals into our lives, as we know. (laughs) And he taketh away, as we also know. Rest in peace, Martin. R.I.P. Marty. Okay, let's get into some happiness. Okay, absolutely. Well, that was kind of happy, minus, you know. Minus. Martin. He who shall not be named <laughs> Martin. Okay, so John really inspired this episode because I. Really? Yes, because I walked into your house about a few weeks ago. Okay. And you and Emily had your fall bucket lists taped onto your refrigerator. And I was like, okay, I love that. So I read through both of y'all's lists. And then, of course, I copied half of Emily's list. And mine. Hello. Yeah, I copied a few of yours. But Emily was like, you posted, (laughs) Emily texted me, or maybe we were together. I don't know. But she was like, you copied so many of my fall bucket list items. I'm like, I know. My (laughs) list was so good, and half of them were hers. So today, that's what's inspired this episode because we're going to go through a few of our favorite fall bucket list items and just chat about how to make fall the best it can be this year. And super C-O-Z-Y, would you say? So C-O-Z-Y. Woo, I love that. Well, we, my family, we are like really big list makers when we want to like either get our tasks done or if we just want to like be like, okay, at Christmas time, let's make a list so we don't forget anything that we love to do. And then we feel so accomplished every time we tick it off the list, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
So we've been making these fall bucket lists ever since we were kids. And it's just something fun to kind of like keep track of and make you excited for the next few weeks. Yes. And basically that's what this episode is going to be. Yes. And uh, so, John, do you want to start with your first one? Well, sure. I'm not going to read my entire fall bucket list. I just pulled like maybe four or five that I thought would be fun to chat about. Unique ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. One that I feel like a lot of people don't do, but we do in the East Coast, is a corn maze with friends. Have you ever done a corn maze? Yes. Well, I want to get a group together this year and do a really fun corn maze night. And then at the end of the corn maze, everyone like go back to the the house for like a bonfire and just like hang out. Yes. And do like cider. Have you done ever a haunted corn maze where the people pop out at you? I don't like demonic realms. telling John I was like we should do a spooky episode because JC and Chelsea are queens over at the what we said podcast they always do a spooky episode where people write in scary stories and John was like no Kristen I don't want to do that that's scary I'm like no it's fun so we might so we might y'all can vote below but um no corn maze sounds fun Okay, so I love running a 5K every fall. If it's around Thanksgiving, like a turkey trot, or if it's just like doing it for a good cause. You know what I mean? It's like charity, whatever. Mm -hmm. Running a 5K with friends in the fall, Mm -hmm. it it just hits a little bit different than doing it other times of year. I have to say, that's on my fall hate list. (laughs) Is it actually? (laughs) Getting up on Thanksgiving morning and doing a turkey trot, I've always thought... Those people are not well. Well, that's me because I did it last year. (gasps) I bet you and Jessa did it. (gasps) You're right. We did. Well, I can't get behind that one, but I love that for you. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I do love it for you and all those insane active runners out there. Okay. Okay. Go to the next, please. (laughs) You triggered me with that one. Okay. uh, I always put a few movies on my bucket list. One that I'm sharing today is You've Got Mail. Have you seen You've Got Mail, Kristen? Yes. Me and Emily watched that movie together. Okay. Emily's my sister, for those of you who don't know, because she keeps mentioning that. They do everything together. And Mm -hmm. You've Got Mail is the epitome of fall. Yes, it is so good. Everything about it, it's just such a great movie. Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, New York City, it's the best. So I always have that on my list, so I mm-hmm. put that there. Mm-hmm. So good. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, give to a food drive. That's on my bucket list. Okay, generous king. Oh, stop it. Kristen <laughs> just rolled her eyes like... <laughs> Is that no, not- no, that's actually really good. And I've been thinking I need to do more service in my community because I used to do that so much in college. It's crazy because our lives get so busy that I feel like, especially around the holidays, around the fall time, that mm-hmm. if I don't write things like this down, I just kind of forget about it because mm-hmm. you're just, life is crazy. So All of our friends should do that together. That yeah. would be good. Like give to a food drive or work out a food bank one Saturday morning. Yeah. Anyways, that's one. Um, okay, let me go. Oh, I, well, you kept pushing me to keep talking, so might as well finish. Okay, go ahead. Okay, bake a pie. I'm thinking strawberry rhubarb this year, you know, not super fall-like, but I'm going to do it anyway. No. Why? I've bought rhubarb one too many times. No, you bought rhubarb. (laughs) I'm making a pie, dude. There's not many great rhubarb pie recipes, just warning you. Thank you so much. And once the rhubarb is baked, it doesn't look as pretty. (laughs) Yours (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not all about beauty. It's also about the taste. I'm just salty because I've bought expensive rhubarb from Whole Foods so many times with the intention to bake a strawberry rhubarb pie. And you so never have. And you kind of just triggered me. <laughs> Shut up, Kristen, and let me just get through my list, please. Okay. This one, it's like, I don't, I, I put things on my list that I know will naturally happen and I don't have to try because it just makes me feel good to take it off. Mm-hmm. So the last one that I'm going to share because it's one of my favorites mm-hmm. is watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on Thanksgiving morning because that is C-O-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Y. Yeah. <laughs> so those are just a few things I put on my, oh, last one, create a gratitude list. I think it's, okay, Kristen's rolling her eyes I'm again. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I you're not. I love that idea. No, you don't. Listen, anytime I say something good like give to a food truck mm-hmm. or like, you know, create a gratitude list. Kristen rolls her eyes because I'm... How about you give us the biggest thing that you're grateful for right now? (laughs) (laughs) The biggest thing I'm grateful for right now is this big cup of tea that's sitting right next to me. Yeah, we are both sipping Earl Grey and it's really nice. Yeah. Gratitude is the root of joy. Yes, it is. That's Mm -hmm. good. Preach for a second, why don't you? Okay. Okay, so should I say... Or skip. Oh, oh, you wanted me to preach for a second? I kind of wanted you to make a point on, you know, gratitude and joy. Well, I won't get into it. Okay, you're not prepared, would you say, maybe? Actually, I am. Then go. I have actually, that is the, that's the point that changed my life when I was in a deep, dark depression. Oh, wow, we got deep? Go for it. Okay, so I went through a period of my life when we moved to Tennessee that I feel like my joy just went out the door dissipated it dissipated and I just couldn't figure out what was wrong with me and it was that I was I really was missing that joy and so one day I remember just being like I started doing this devotion called 40 days to a joy-filled life where did you hear that from Lexi and where did Lexi hear that from? You. Thank you. <laughs> okay, that's a good devotion. It's the best devotional. And I actually want to do a podcast where we just talk about joy because mm-hmm. it's transformed my life, that devotional. Yeah. But keep going. I just tried to start figuring out how to get my joy back because mm-hmm. I just had fallen into such a negative headspace. And then I remember I put on a Louis Giglio sermon on my TV, like I was, James was napping and Marcus wasn't home and I was just feeling so sad. And I just clicked on a random one and it was about gratitude. And he was just talking all about how joy, you can't, you literally can't have joy unless you have gratitude. And when you're always just thinking about yourself and what things could be better in your life and everything's so Mm self-centered, joy is not able to be present because you're not looking outwards at what has the Lord given me? How can I care for these people around me? Mm-hmm. How can I help this person? Cause it's all so self, self, self-centered. Mm-hmm. And so after that sermon, I remember writing down in my journal, I was just praying for gratitude mm-hmm. and for that to lead me to have joy. And that was such a turning point wow. in my life. So that was my preaching session for today. I love today. it. You gave a great point, girl. Uh, yeah, but it's just, I don't know, that, you know, when something just clicks for you that you've probably heard a million times, but then that one time you hear it, it's it's like, oh, wow, I needed that. Yeah, and I think so much of our joy and our gratitude comes from perspective. Mm-hmm. 
And if we have the wrong perspective on life, then we're going to be seeing through wrong vision. And one of the things that I love so much about that devotional is our perspective on, it talks about how like, as humans, we're so prone to talk about the small percentage of the negative that could happen compared to the super large percent of the positive that could happen. I love just kind of like looking at the good, being grateful for what you have around you. And then so much of your cup is filled with that, which then overflows into joy. Yeah. And even Emily this week, I was telling her, I was like, oh, I have to go do this audiobook this week. And I'm just so stressed and it just sounds really scary and I'm really dreading it. And she was like, wait, that's actually so cool that you're getting to go and do an audiobook. Totally. Like, that's like a very unique experience. Like you just have to think about it like that. It's a really cool new experience. And that helped me so much, even just driving there the first day. I'm like, this is a cool new experience. If yeah. I change my perspective from it just being doom and gloom and I'm anxious and I don't know what to expect instead of, you know, just being like, wow, this is cool and new and who knows what's going to happen, but I'll be appreciative that I'm even able to do this. I love it. That's yeah. so good. Anyways. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome, John. Okay. So now why don't you give us some of your bucket list items that I can rip to shreds? Cause I'm sure it sucks. You can rip them all to shreds. Just like how I ripped yours to shreds. <laughs> um, the first one. On oh my- God. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the first one on my list is I really want to make a homemade pumpkin syrup for my lattes. Okay, this has a backstory behind it because I've tried a lot of pumpkin creamers, pumpkin sweeteners, pumpkin syrups, and I feel like they can all lean very medicinal, and I just never love them, and uh, I just want to try my own, and I feel like it will just taste better because it's fresh ingredients and you know what's going in there, so I found one, and you simmer like maple syrup and brown sugar and... uh, some cinnamon sticks, and we'll see how it goes. When you find a recipe you like, will you upload it for all of us? I'll upload it. Good. Yes, because y'all know I'm a tough critic now of the pumpkin things. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so my next one, I want to buy one fancy knit sweater. I stole this from Emily's list. And the last one you stole from her list, too. No, she had, she didn't have pumpkin syrup on her. She did. Pumpkin latte homemade. Oh, same thing. Thank you so much, Emily. Okay, so where do you want to buy this stupid sweater? Aritzia, let me guess, or what? Aritzia, maybe. <laughs> um, my budget is one fifty. Wow. Is that too much? Uh, hey, girl, you do you, if but that ain't cheap. But that's a really nice special fall sweater. I'll, I'll say that. I want like a fall sweater that I can keep forever. Okay, great. Because, you know, you buy one from H&M and you wash it once and it all pills up and mm-hmm. it is, ugh. Okay, pop off with that 150, Chris. I will uh, let you guys know when I find it. I haven't found it yet. Will you also upload that by chance? I will upload that and link it (laughs) to you all. Don't worry. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay. You're skipping things. She's literally looking at her list and deciding what she wants to say. You have to read them all. Some of yours are on mine. Okay. Like I have bonfire. And I you did said not, bonfire. I did not say bonfire. I said corn maze and, you know, go back and have a bonfire. Yeah, so I didn't want to repeat. 
Okay, but I do want to have a bonfire and s'mores at our house one night. Cozy. Let's do that. Yes. Marcus makes the most epic, I'm not kidding, like 50 feet bonfires <laughs> that flare up and you think the whole world is going <laughs> to go into oblivion of smoke. Yeah, actually. Um, I think that would be so fun on a chilly night. Just, uh, I, uh, there's nothing better than a s'more. Oh my gosh. C-O-Z-Y. <laughs> C-O-Z-Y, baby. Okay, the next one I have is I want to make homemade apple cider. You'll see a lot of my list leans towards baking and creating. That's okay. Because you know that's my hobby. Yes. So I've never made homemade apple cider, I don't think. And I think that would be so good. I have no idea how you even do that. That's so fun. <gasps> you know what I just thought about? Mm. We, Kristen and I made homemade apple cider donuts on mm-hmm. on her YouTube channel, what four yeah, years ago? On Kristen's kitchen. Yeah, we'll have to link that on the <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Actually, that was really hard. They were hard. I think the they were the, hard and not worth it. True, but they were delicious. When the good ones that came out good, they were great. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I want one right now. I know. I want to go apple picking somewhere around here and get fresh apple cider donuts. We should all do that, which would be yes, fun. Yes, let's do that. Okay, so sure. apple cider, that's cool. Invite me over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, one thing that I already did, I checked it off my list. <laughs> she just checked it off physically <laughs> just now. <laughs> I made pumpkin-shaped sourdough loaves. It was beautiful. It was so cute. And by the way, that was not my original idea. I've seen it all over Pinterest. But um, just like your bucket list, just (laughs) like your devotional. Oh, my gosh. Where's the originality? (laughs) Um, No, but the pumpkin sourdough turned out so cute. And it's honestly way easier than than you would think because it looks so intricate. But. It was super easy, so you all need to do that. And I'm sure you don't even have to do it with sourdough. You could probably just do it with a regular loaf. Bread loaf, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to go to a pumpkin patch with James. Cute. Which is always always sounds more fun than it really is. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's a really cute one around Nashville. Did you ever go to the one in Calabasas in California, the jack-o'-lantern place? <gasps> the Kardashians go that every year. It is ringing a bell. It is Epic. And that's probably one of the only pumpkin patches that I've been to where I'm like, wow, this feels like I'm at the Disney World of pumpkin patches. Oh, you know, the best one here, if y'all live in the Nashville area, is the great. Now I forgot its name. Great. The big, huge garden, Cheekwood. Cheekwood has a really beautiful pumpkin patch and they have like pumpkin houses. So (sighs) we should all go to Cheekwood. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. I want to go for a hike. (laughs) <laughs> i'm assuming that's on your list it is okay well it's also on mine and emily's list i didn't put that there because i thought it would be boring to say but since you went ahead and said it not as boring as your 5k all right <laughs> it's close though it's an activity it is an exercise anyways we have this beautiful place in brentwood called radnor lake park and um emily and i want to go walk early one morning it's on our list you marcus and james should come and get coffees and just go walk the lake wouldn't that be fun that would be so fun let's do that one all together yes okay okay and my last one thank god (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah my last one i'll say is i want to start um okay (laughs) spit it out i want to read a new book Okay. okay. I like that. I'm and a reader. I already bought my book. Okay, listen. 
you and I have kind of talked about this off air, but I would love to talk about it on. Mm-hmm. I think we should do a That's the Point podcast book club for the month of November on our Patreon account. What do you think? That would be really fun. We pick a book and then we have discussions every mm-hmm. week and we put the chapter schedule on there, a four week chapter schedule. And then every week on the Saturday, we all write in whatever. Yes. Okay. And me and you could even do like little videos like <gasps> talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cute. Okay. But the book that my sister told me to get is called The Maid. I don't even know anything of what it's about, but she was like, it's a good, fun book to read. So are you just automatically saying that that is our first book pick? No, I'll read The Maid in October and then we can all pick a book together for November. Wow, that's fun. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. Now that we ended on such a positive, encouraging note, (laughs) I wrote down that we should talk about some things about fall that we think are overhyped. Like hot takes? Some hot takes that might get us canceled, but it wouldn't be the first time. No, and I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Cancel me. I don't want you all to come after me. But do. But you can. The Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. Okay, so you hate that latte? I've had really, really, really negative feelings towards Starbucks for the past few months. I just think that they are so inconsistent with their drinks. Mm. And I used to be a big Starbucks lover. I feel like anytime I go, my drink either tastes like battery acid or it is delicious. What? Battery acid? Battery acid. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like so disgusting, I can't drink it. And I'm like, great, $8 down the drain. Okay, but question, are those drinks hot or cold? I only order cold drinks Okay, because I was going to say their cold drinks, in my opinion, are better than their hot. I didn't want to tell you this, John, because when we were celebrating the launch of growing seasons... John shows up to my house with a Starbucks cold brew with pumpkin cream cold foam. And I had just made a story that obviously you didn't see. Well, I don't watch your stories. Yes, you do. I don't. Okay, John. Yes, you do. I barely watch anyone's stories. Genuinely. Okay. I hate Instagram. I have to be on it. Cancel me. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you're canceled by me. But John shows up to my door. He's like, happy book launch day. And it was that. And I had just tasted that a few days before. I just think that Starbucks just. She didn't drink it, by the way. She was like, John, thank you so much. I'm going to just stick it in the fridge for a second. And then never drank it. I think my espresso machine kind of ruined Starbucks for me because I just think I can make such better coffee at home. Mine too. We both have the same espresso machine. Once you have that machine and you dial in your perfect cup, it's hard to find your purple cup, purple, your perfect cup elsewhere. (laughs) It's hard to find your purple cup. (laughs) I don't have one. (laughs) I have many. No, but I, yeah, the Breville has saved me so much money. Oh, it's an expensive machine, but if you actually do the math and you buy one, you save so much more money than getting coffee out. Without a doubt, I save hundreds of dollars a month because I used to, before I had my Breville back from storage, I would go get a coffee out every single day. Yeah, That's and now seven they're, to eight dollars a day. I was just about to say they're now like six to ten bucks, depending on what you get, especially the Chocachino. And half the time, I don't even like them anymore. I know, so sad. It's really sad. Except, except there are a few. Um, <laughs> there are 
there are a few great coffee shops in Nashville that I know I can go and I'll love whatever I get. But Starbucks has just been not hitting for me lately. Um, Okay, my next overhyped thing about fall is how, you know, the baby clothes for fall are so cute. They are, but dressing toddlers and babies in the colder weather is way harder than dressing them for summer. Well, there's more layers, so that makes sense. so many layers, and you can't just... Like, me and James always in the morning just go out. He's in his diaper barefoot because it's just warm and good weather. But when it's cold, you got to get on their sweater. you got to get their socks, their pants, their shirt, their hat, their gloves. You name it, they got to wear it. Sweater weather. So sweater weather is a little bit overhyped for me when it comes to dressing toddlers. Okay, but dressing yourself, you're trying to buy a $150 one. But dressing myself, (laughs) that is a fall bucket list item. All right, I got it. (laughs) And then my last overhyped is that the changing of the leaves is everything, especially in Nashville. Oh, my gosh, it's so pretty. Oh, anyways, I literally started daydreaming about it. (laughs) I'm like, spit it out. What are you saying? Once the leaves fall, though, it's depressing. Okay, now you just segued into my list because okay, I'm obsessed with the fall leaves as every person is. It's beautiful, yada, yada. But when the leaves fall, you realize it gets dark at 3.30. I already have the winter scaries. Mm-hmm. And just so everyone can be aware, November 5th, we fall back an hour which means it's going to get darker even earlier. We were all at a park this week with some friends. It was my sister-in-law's birthday. And I told everyone to get there at 6.30. Well, sunset now is at 6.45. But just five minutes ago, it was 9 o'clock. So that's probably one of like the the leaves. Once the leaves are gone, you realize how dark it is. You enter into true winter. Yeah. But I will say you don't truly enter it until January 1st. Yeah. Yes. Because you have that holiday excitement for Christmas and the Christmas lights are out and you kind of want it to get dark a little early for that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that was on my list as well. Come January, I'm going to be eight months pregnant and I'm going to be hibernating in my house. So I'm going to be pretty okay this winter. Isn't that crazy? You're literally going to have a second baby in February? In February. Okay, so my one hot take as well as the Vermont travelers. Let's just get down and dirty. Cancel me all you want, Vermont lovers. I've been, I'm a lover too. I was one of you once. You're ruining their towns. John. Sorry, I'm seeing I was going to say on my bucket list, I want to go to Vermont. Yep, you and every other girl (laughs) in America. And boy. Well, I did go, yes. But it's just so crazy what social media has done to these beautiful small towns. What happens? The people that live there are stuck in traffic Monday through Monday. Basically, okay. for the for three weeks, all the fall leaves. It's insane. People need to lay off a little, you know? Okay, okay. And then one thing that I absolutely, I don't think this is a hot take, but like everyone gets coughs and chap lips in October. <laughs> you are so stupid. I'm serious. It's just like, oh, great. We have cool weather. Well, guess what? You're going to get a cough and your lips are going to be chapped for about 30 days. Not if you have the Haley Bieber Road Peptide Lip Treatment. Really? (laughs) I just ordered that online and I was like, 
I hate myself. I am such a trend follower. I've got my Stanley Tumblr right next to me. You're I've, kind of basic, I'm realizing, when it comes to trends. No, like, I fully hop on trends. Culver's. I'm a unique person. and <laughs> <laughs> No, Culver's, I am a hipster. But when it comes to trends, I am, I, I'm like, okay, after I've seen the hundredth girl say how amazing it is, I, I'm a girl's girl. I'm going to trust you and I'm going to get it. So the girls are girling. The girls are girling. And honestly, the trends usually don't let me down. But there is one trend that leads me into my last overhyped fall which I didn't even write down because I just thought of it. <laughs> I was like, I thought you finished. Go ahead. The Ugg Taz boots. Have you seen these? Mm. They're the Uggs with the big platform that oh, you slide yeah. Are on. Are they kind of Sherpa-y? No, they have like the stitching on the, okay. on the, on the lip yeah. of the Ugg. That's a trend I won't. Give her two months. She'll have them for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see them so many times yeah. and you'll be targeted so no, many times. No, because last year they were the biggest trend. You couldn't get your hands on them. I tried to get my hands on them. <gasps> but then I was so glad I didn't because I don't know. They're just not exactly my vibe. But Well, that you sound salty right now. <laughs> you say they're not your vibe because you couldn't get your hands on them. So yeah. therefore, you think it's an ick. And all you girls who are listening, I'm going to say, you persevered. Good job. You have the slippers Kristen wished she had. And now she's dissing them. True. Okay. But I won't be getting them. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. And I'm going to prove you wrong. Okay. I'm not going to get them. I don't like the big, tall chunk. Look how tall they are. That's how tall they are. That's how tall. Like large platform. They're large platform. That's an ankle break waiting to happen. Imagine a slipper with a 10 foot tall platform, John. I mean, I just can't do it. But I am, I am a trend girl. I do (laughs) give into the trends once they're targeted to me. And I will say I was one of the first of the, of the, (laughs) oh gosh, breathe girly. (laughs) I was one of the first Stanley girls. Would you say? Yeah, actually, I would. You were kind of one of the OGs, like Stanley obsessed. Yes. I mean, that's relative, though. And you're like, good job, gold star for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, I for one, I cannot stand Stanleys, and I think most guys can't because these girls are no, no. Listen, these girls are always just carrying them around everywhere, and they fall over and spill. The ones with the straw specifically, and I know that 99.9% of you listening are girls, so I just do want to apologize. It's just my take on them. The only good Stanleys are the ones with the the straws that fold back into it. And who gave you one? You. Thank you. And I do like it? it. Yeah, I do. Good. Stanley Steamer gets your home cleaner. No? Stanley Steamer makes your carpet cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not, but try it again. I want to hear. Stanley Steamer makes your carpet cleaner. (laughs) I'm going to check the facts later. It's definitely not. No, obviously it's Stanley Steamer makes your carpet cleaner. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets your home cleaner. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
now I just really want to know the lyric. Okay. Anyway, um, well, that was great hot takes. That was great. I think that wraps it up for this episode. I think it does, but I just want to say I'm very excited for this COZY season ahead. We're in the middle of October already. I can't believe how fast this is going. It's not the middle of October. October 11th. That's the middle. That's when this episode comes out. Okay, John. It's pretty much the middle. I know. It's crazy. But Mm. let's take it all in. Let's be grateful, Kristen. Let's Mm -hmm. have joy. Mm -hmm. And let's not think about the negatives. You know, let's think about the positives. Yes, it's all about perspective this fall. It really is. And? And? That's the point. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets carpets cleaner. cleaner. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) I'm so sorry for that. What the heck? That was so dumb. It is 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer makes carpets cleaner. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets your home cleaner. That's what it is. It's a carpet cleaner. I know, but your home cleaner. There is carpet in the jingle. Look it up. All right. Bye, (laughs) y'all.